0: Hi, everyone. If you are listening to this on the release day, I would like to wish you a happy Sabbath full of joy and peace in the Lord. And welcome to September's book review for the 12th, A Transformational Journey Through the Minor Prophets by Parker Bradley. If you haven't heard the introduction episode from last month, then go ahead and do that. It only lasts a few minutes and we'll explain what the plan is going forward. Here is the description of the book. Drawing from the insights of the minor prophets in the Bible, the 12 is an encouraging but also challenging resource for followers of Jesus and anyone wanting to honestly understand how God reveals himself in Scripture. We are reviewing Parker's chapter on the minor prophet Hosea, whose account in the Bible is right after the book of Daniel. I really like how Parker Bradley starts out with a very important reminder. The intention of Hosea and every other book or letter in the Bible is God's desire for reconciliation. When we focus on that, then the Old Testament will be viewed in a very different light. I remember reading first and second Kings in disbelief of how many times Israel strayed and how many times the Lord raised up another prophet to speak to them through his mercy. When all of the Bible is read, studied and reviewed as a whole book, as it should be, then the conclusion by others who probably have not even read the Bible or all of it at least. The conclusion that the account of the Old Testament is about an angry revenge for God is proven wrong. Very, very wrong. Bradley does a very effective job at bringing this to light by highlighting Israel's rebellion in an informal but serious manner. Bradley references Philippians 2.15 which says, To explain what God wants us to be, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. This reminded me of Matthew 5.16 that says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And I just say this as a side note. Sometimes, or in the past, people have said to me, "You don't have to be so vocal and intense about the gospel. Your good works will show you know that you are a Christian, but that only takes a part of that sentence that God gave us, where He says in matthew 5: sixteen, "Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works." Yes, okay." But the last part of it says and glorify your Father in heaven. If I was just doing good works by God's grace and not giving God the glory, then I would assume that people would just see me as a humanitarian and there's plenty of quote good humanitarians in the world. But we're supposed to glorify God with our works, right? That's what his word says, so that people know God. It all should point to God through Jesus. I get uh, kind of take myself back in there. I went. <laughs> that wasn't even in my notes. Um, but let me get back to my notes. Bradley also referenced two Corinthians five nineteen through twenty, and that says that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Ambassadors for Christ. I straighten up. And I don't mean I can suddenly do things right on my own strength, but I am reminded of who I am. Who I want to be, and who I will be forever by God's grace, an ambassador for Christ on this earth, and part of God's heavenly family and kingdom. I'm so glad that um, Parker Bradley brought that verse up. It's a, a wonderful hope and a reminder of who God wants us to be. I am also reminded of uh, when I read that verse, I'm reminded of First Peter. Bradley does a really good job of highlighting how the people who were supposed to be God's ambassadors were acting in a way that resembled rebellion against God. He points out that when looked at in this context, it is no wonder God spoke the way he did through his prophets. What I also like about Bradley's approach is that he reminds us without stating the verse what 2 Timothy three sixteen to 17 says, which says, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So Bradley pauses to ask thought-provoking questions that I hadn't necessarily asked myself while reading the Old Testament. Because I mostly thought about the rebellious nature of Israel in the past and had distanced myself from my past sin. So when I was reading it, it was more like a historical book. I tend to do that with Kings and Chronicles. But then when you think about 2 Timothy 3.16.17 and the verses that Parker Bradley brought up, it's all connected. And it all points to the nation of Israel, which is me, and which is you, if you have Jesus Christ as your Savior, and God as your Heavenly Father. So, Bradley asks us what he calls a get check. He asks us a couple of questions. Do I feel the same way about the brokenness of sin as God does? Do I care about this world as God does? it would be easy to just say yes, yes to both of those questions. But then when I was reviewing all of this, I stopped before I answered and found the more I thought about it, the harder it was to answer yes, because my question to myself was, am I doing enough about it? I'll stop there because this review becomes a Deborah Jung self-reflection podcast episode, and it's not that at all. Uh, But This just goes to show how good Parker Bradley is in reviewing scripture with us and getting us to look within instead of, in some books, looking at the more like historical books of the Bible, when it is very, very relevant to us today. And I'm thinking especially more so of the Old Testament, because the Old Testament tends to be looked at in that way. Oh, that was before. It doesn't really apply now. And it very much applies to us today as we are in our present sinful conditions. And here's another thing I really like about Bradley, Bradley's review of Hosea. There are so many things I liked. He challenges us to turn everything we read in the Bible into reflection, since it's all about God's reconciliation to his creation. What we read either directly applies to us, serves as an example of what we should not do, or gives us wisdom to help someone else. The book of Hosea is a challenging read in the sense of what God asked Hosea to do to reflect the adulterous behavior of the nation of Israel. Bradley asks us not to ease the blow of God's task for Hosea and goes on to explain the significance of marriage unity and how God uses it to mirror the kind of unity he wants with his people. Bradley goes on to explain why adultery is such a brutal blow to a marriage. Again, there is plenty to ponder on. We know, I know, you know what marriage represents and the damage adultery does. But when I reflected on it in the light of Israel's rebellion against God, I got a much clearer picture of the enormity of the destructive nature of adultery and how it is a direct assault against Christ's relationship to his church and God the Father, our authority. It's humbling as far as the extent human beings can be humbled, as we understand so little, even when we think we understand things so much better than before. Deep reflection is a common thread through Bradley's discussion about Hosea, and I really appreciate it. I have a tendency to look at the details but not see the overall picture I need help with the bird's eye view, and Bradley does this very well by asking reflective questions, which he also answers, giving us some insight to some of his life challenges. In this sense, the book very much feels like one disciple of Christ speaking to another. It's intimate, encouraging, and uplifting, as it has scripture as its foundation. Bradley asks some more thought-provoking questions, very good ones. I will let you hear those yourself if when you decide to listen to the audiobook. As I said, when I read Hosea before, I thought about how Israel was and how awful it must have been for Hosea to be subjected to a marriage with Goma. But when Bradley spoke of it hitting home, I quickly realized that it hit home with me too. Yes, there are things that are in the past, by God's grace, but there is still lots to be done. And even then my transformation won't be complete until Jesus Christ returns. Bradley is quick to go on to rejoice in how God is present in the midst of destruction and how he is faithful to forgive because of the unique way God loves each and every one of us. We keep this thought in mind as we transition into the segment about words that wound and heal. Bradley uses some great metaphors about how humans behave due to our sinful nature and God's faithfulness in our faithlessness. It's a beautiful segment filled to the brim with biblical truth. We hear the word deserve a lot. I deserve a better fill-in-the-blanks yourself. Bradley does a really good job of reviewing Hosea in the light it was written in. What we actually deserve and what we receive over and over again from a merciful, loving, faithful God. Bradley covers the entire book of Hosea and, and in the best chapter of all, chapter fourteen, that shows us what an amazing redeemer we have. Bradley highlights, discusses, and reflects on much more. So when you get the chance, pick up the audio book and set sail, as he puts it, to explore the deeper waters of faith that we are all called to venture towards at one point or another. The Twelve Journey starts with Hosea, but it's all about Jesus, our Saviour, and our Heavenly Father, God. I listened to The Twelve, A Transformational Journey Through the Minor Prophets by Parker Bradley, via the Audible app. I am looking forward to delving into the next prophet, Joel, and bringing you a review of Bradley's chapter on that in our October book review. Thank you for listening to this review. Until next time, peace be with you.